Welcome to the Living Godcast. Our prayer is that this message speaks to you, impacts you, and inspires you. Please enjoy today's message, and we invite you to contact us if you need prayer, appreciate this word, or would like more information on Church of the Living God. Be blessed today. It is time for a breakthrough. Now, you know what I do a lot of times is I'll go to the dictionary to find out what the word means. And then I also go to the scripture, but I couldn't find the word uh, breakthrough in the scriptures, that the specific word. But the dictionary says that breakthrough is an act or instance of removing or surpassing an obstruction or restriction. Okay, it's time that we move the obstructions and the restrictions that the enemies placed on us. Amen. I want you to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. We know it really well. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Look at somebody say, it's time for a breakthrough. Michelle, ain't nobody around you. It's time for a breakthrough. Dolores, ain't nobody around you. It's time for a breakthrough. It's time for a breakthrough. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Now, the word carnal there means fleshly, having the nature of flesh. Watch this. It means pertaining to the flesh, the body. Listen to this. It, it means related to birth and lineage. The weapons of our warfare do not come from our lineage before we were saved. In other words, what comes to you doesn't have to go through you. Understand that. You know, I, I never met my biological father. I don't say that for, for sympathy or anything like that. I've never known him. So if, if he ever had health problems, I don't know what they were. But whatever has come to me, it's not going to go through me. Amen. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty to God, through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. It's time for a breakthrough. The uh, CEB version of the scripture says our weapons are not human. Our weapons are not human. And the problem we get into is when we're talking about and we're warring against the enemy, we use our human mind and our flesh to fight him when we need to be using the sword of the spirit that cuts him going in and it cuts him coming out. Amen. Amen. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Now let's go to Ephesians. It's a well, well-worn scripture, but it's, it fits good right here. In verse 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Stop, telling the, stop letting the devil tell you you are weak, you're not going to amount to anything, and you cannot do what God's called you to do. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, not yours. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the walls of the devil. Now, I know what some of us have done. Oh, I've heard these scriptures before. I can quote them. I can quote them. Just yeah. hang on, hang on. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. What's the word shod there means? It means tightened, bound up. Have your feet ready to go. Verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye may be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation. 
and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. The thing I want to point out to you is you're taking on the whole armor of God, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness, Bless breastplate of righteousness, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, shield of faith to uh, quench all the fiery darts of the helmet of salvation. None of those things are human things. They are absolutely supernatural from the very presence of God. Stop fighting in the natural, go to work in the supernatural. Amen. Why is that? Because he's given us all the weapons we need for the breakthrough that we need. It's time that we remove the obstructions. You know, not so much am am amniotic fluid is an obstruction. It needs to flow freely. We speak it in Jesus' name. Amen. To see a breakthrough, we've got to realize that our weapons are not carnal. But they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. To see a breakthrough, we've got to stand on, stay on, and trust in the right foundation. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, 19 says, And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, anybody ever come out of the Catholic Church? Anybody? Okay. Okay. Our Catholic friends, bless their hearts, they've got it wrong. Peter was not the first pope. He, he is not the head of the church. Tom Hall's not the head of the church. Billy Graham wasn't head of the church. It says, thou art Peter upon this rock. See, the word Peter there means a, a rock or a stone. Okay, okay, thou art Peter, rock, but then upon this rock. Well, that second word rock there means projecting rock like a cliff or a ledge. And how many knows how big a cliff is? So Peter is just a little bitty stone off the whole big, whole big ledge or the whole big cliff. And so it's, Jesus is saying, I'll build my church upon myself and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We trust in Christ. We trust him to do what we need him to do. We trust him to use us. We trust him to speak through us to reach those that are inside and outside the walls. Verse 19 says, listen to this. And I will give unto thee. Now look at somebody and say, that's you. Okay, look the other way and say, that's you. And I will give unto thee. Of the kingdom of the, I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The, the verbiage there, the keys of the kingdom, denotes power and authority of various kinds. Which means whatever authority that you need to defy the devil in the situation you're in, he's giving you the keys to it. It's time for a breakthrough. Amen. I'm talk it is time to remove the obstruction that the enemy's put in our way. It's time that we remove the restriction that the enemy has tried to bind us with. Let me go a little bit further. To see, uh, to see a breakthrough, because it's time for a breakthrough. Are you ready for this? This is just really theologically fabulous. To see a breakthrough, we've got to ask God for a breakthrough. How simple is that? Are we asking for a breakthrough or are we just taking what the enemy throws at us as normal? 
It's time for a breakthrough in your life, church. It's time for a breakthrough in each one of our lives. Yeah, but you don't know how, how hot the battle is. I, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I'm, I'm tell, three different times this week. How many of you all deal with anxiety? Come on, lift your hand. You deal with anxiety. Okay. Three different times this week, three separate instances. One was in person. One was on the phone talking to somebody. And the third one was through a text. Three different times people were dealing with anxiety issues. And they were real. Trust me, I've dealt with anxiety. It's real. Okay? But it's not the plan of God. That's not the plan God has for you. It's time to break through the cycle of anxiety. How do you do that? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's go. <laughs> Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Are you ready? Be careful for nothing. Do you know what that word careful there means? It means anxious. It means having anxiety. In other words, don't have anxiety. Yeah, but you don't know this, and you don't know what my mother did, and you don't. Listen, if this book is real, then we follow the instructions. Men, we follow the instructions. Women, we follow the instructions. They, that verse says, be careful for nothing. And the word careful also means troubled with care. Now listen, and it also Anxious, it means anxious, which is anxiety. And anxiety is full of mental distress or uneasiness because of fear of danger or misfortune. I'm getting a little ahead of myself on this one. Stop worrying about tomorrow. You know what? I might as well just go there, guys. I'll come back to this. <clears throat> go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought. Take no thought. You know what that word thought there means? Anxious. Anxiety. Take no anxiety for your life. Don't take no anxiety for your life. For, for your life, whatever you shall eat or whatever you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on, is not the life more than the meat and the body than the raiment. Behold, the fowls of the air... For they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? One of the conversations I had this week was from a man, a friend of mine. And he said, I, you know, for four, five, six months, I don't know what's been going on, but the, the enemies told me that, you know, I, I'm not worth anything. I can't do anything. You're too old to do this and, and so forth and so on. And, and, and I thought to myself, at some point, I thought, you know, I've been through those things. That's what the devil will tell you. Listen, you that are in your 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s, that's one of the biggest lies the devil will tell you. You cannot because you're too old. That's a lie. You hear me? That's a lie. And you know what? It doesn't deal with just people that are in their older ages. I've had conversations with people in their teens and in their 20s going through the very same thing. But this scripture says... That the Father feedeth the fowls of the air, and are ye not much better than they? Oh, I've got to hurry. Which of you, by taking thought, by being anxious, it means anxious there, can add one cubit unto his statue? And why take ye, why are ye anxious about your raiment, about your clothes? Now listen, here's, here's the rule of this house. Dress modestly. 
Okay? That's all I'm saying. Dress modestly. But let me tell you, if you're, dressed to, if you're dressing to be seen, watch out. you got to be careful. Verse 28, And why take ye thought? Why are you anxious for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon, the wisest man on the planet, he, asked, he could have asked God for anything. God, he asked God for wisdom, and God gave him the rest of it, insomuch that he was the richest man on the planet, but in all his glory was not arrayed like one of the lilies of the field. Watch this. Verse 30. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which is today and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall not much more he clothe you? Shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Verse 31. Take therefore no thought, don't be anxious, what we shall eat or what we shall drink or what we shall be clothed. For after all these things did the Gentiles seek. That's what the Gentiles were worried about. What are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? What are we going to drink? What are we going to do? That's what, the, that's what the Gentiles did. But the scripture says, for your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of these things. Watch this. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness, and you're ready, and all these things shall be added unto you. It's time for a breakthrough. It's time that you stop letting the devil tell you that you've got anxiety now. You've got, you're taking drugs for anxiety now. You're going to have drug uh, anxiety the rest of your life. He's a liar. He is a liar. It's time to break through. It's time to remove the obstruction of anxiety this morning. Verse 34. Take therefore no thought. Don't be anxious for the morrow. For the morrow shall take the thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And the New English translation of that part of the scripture says, Today has enough trouble of its own. It's time for a breakthrough, church. It's time that you spoke to that anxiety and you tell it to go. It's time that you spoke to fear and you told it to go. I alluded to this a few weeks ago, but it's, it's a situation. It's time that you looked in the mirror and you stopped letting the devil tell you that you're not anything. When he says you're not anything, tell him you're a son or a daughter of God. When he tells you you can't do anything, tell him I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. See, you've got to fight the enemy, not with our human flesh. We've got to fight him with things that are not human. The sword of the Spirit the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness. It's time for a breakthrough in your life. Stand with me, would you please? It's time for a breakthrough. It's time that we stop letting the enemy dictate our lives. And when we have anxiety, we have fear, and it's all around us. Now listen, listen, I'm not saying that there's not reason there's not reason to be anxious, and there's not reason to have fear. One of the other conversations that I mentioned to you, they called me and said, you know, <clears throat> Pastor Mike, I, I just, I, I just, I'm not sure I've got enough, and it was a certain situation that they, need, they wanted the Lord to work in. I'm not sure I've got enough faith for that situation, and, and, I, and I'm, I, I just want to make sure that, that I'm okay. Listen, when you have bouts of fear or bouts of anxiety, that does not mean that you're not saved. That does not mean you're not saved. That means you're just walking through those things. You missed the word right there. You're walking through them. Okay? How come God doesn't deliver us out of all of our problems sometimes? Well, here's my thought process. Sometimes we have to walk through it 
for us to learn things that will help us and that will help somebody down the road. Sometimes we have to walk through some of the worst pain that we've ever been through. So when a grandmother stands up and says that the amniotic fluid is not what it's supposed to be, that my mind went back to my first grandbaby. When she was born, we didn't get to hold her for 30-some-odd hours because they had to put her under a tent because her lung had collapsed. Is that right? And, and some other things were going on. And I'll tell you, Angie and I stood at the window and saw our baby, our grandbaby. And at one point, I had to step back from the window because it was, it was very emotional because there are grandbabies. But I'm telling you, in case you don't know it, her name is Emma, and she is walking around and running around the church just really expressive. And she's fine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I believe the babies are going to be fine. They're going to be healthy. As a matter of fact, the birth's going to be healthy. The baby's going to be healthy. Mom's going to be healthy. And so is the dad and the grandparents. How do you know that? Because I know what God did for us. It's time for a breakthrough. If you need a breakthrough, I don't care what it is, lift your hand. You need a breakthrough, lift your hand. Okay, now lift your other hand. And I want you to declare, you use your words, okay? You use your words, and I want you to declare, today is my day of breakthrough. Let's go right now. Father, we thank you for victory in the Spirit of God. We thank you for your presence. God, we thank, uh, come on now. I need to hear you praying. Come on. God, it's my day of breakthrough. I rebuke anxiety, I rebuke fear, and I rebuke, and I'm going to leave that blank. Whatever's coming against you, you rebuke it right now. You come against it and declare that that obstruction has to go, that that restriction is no more, and that the devil no longer has authority and power in your life. God, we declare it done for your glory. We, we believe testimonies are going to happen in the next few weeks of people standing in this very room right now saying that what was a, a bondage or what was a restriction or what was an obstruction has been a breakthrough in my life. And God, we give you praise for it in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. God, we give you praise for it. Thank you for listening today to the Living Godcast. We trust and pray that you are blessed by today's word. If you would like to contact us for prayer or for more information about Church of the Living God, please visit our Facebook page at WinCityCOLG or give us a call at 859-745-1865.